to season two of Lightwork Presents Everything is Connected, where we share inspiring stories with artists and art professionals on a wide range of topics, including race, work ethics, inspiration, and the ways in which art influences and is affected by culture. Join us as we continue the journey of sharing the interesting and inspiring stories of some of today's hottest artists and art professionals in the industry. Let's go. On this episode, we're joined by Lauren Pierce. Lauren Pierce is a black artist who pulls inspiration from her community, creating powerful mixed media art, bringing textures into her portraits and iconic shapes and colors into her captivating murals. Her passion for expressing her identity led her to art school. At the age of 24, she began her professional career as an artist. Using an array of materials in her work, she transfers her world onto her paintings and allows her imagination to bring forth the colorful language of identity, race, and womanhood beyond the canvas. Lauren, I want to say thank you so much for joining me on the show. I'm so happy to have you here and really looking forward to learning more about your art and your practice and sharing that with our audience. Thank you, my friend, for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get started. So first question I want to ask is, can you talk to me a little bit about how you first got into art? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been doing this most of my life, but it started again between the age of like 19 when I had Dylan, my eldest, and then about 24, I was doing cakes and trying to figure out and navigating my life as a, as a young mother. And then having Keegan at 20 is when I caught I started painting again. And that kind of jumped off because my landlord commissioned me and was like, this is what you should be doing. I was like, you know what, you're right. So I took kind of from high school to about 24. I took some time to figure out my direction in life. And then I feel like, you know, 24 came, I did this commission and just kind of hit the ground running. And yeah, it's been, oh God, almost 10 years since I've been doing this full time. You know, I talk to people who are artists and they say to me, I don't think I could do anything else, right? Like, this is what I'm born to yeah. do. This is what I've yeah. been called to do. Do you, do you feel that? Absolutely. I think that even if I wasn't, do, you know, because you've been seeing that I've been doing more of my baking more. And I think right now it's so important to me to have hobbies outside of my art because art has become as much as the thing that I love doing most. It's also become my job. And it's important, I think, to have other like, gateways to, do, to explore creativity in other ways because I think as artists we are very layered but of course I mean you and I have talked about this and I'm, I'm very open with it that like I feel like art is the thing that saves my life every day it is the thing that helps me process how I'm feeling about things it keeps me sane it keeps me grounded so I feel like if I didn't have that anymore god forbid I I really don't know what I would be doing with myself I feel like it is my language it's my form of communication and it makes the most sense to me to be doing that thing it's interesting for me to think about the correlation between art and cooking and talking to people who have been chef. I was married to a chef. I have a love for cooking. I spent a significant of my a significant amount of my time grocery shopping and cooking. And that's, yeah. that that's why we love each other because we booty. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we vibe and we vibe and we're on the same side. You know, yes. and, and the thing is like thinking about both of those those two things that are so different from each other, but they're both yeah. forms of creativity and forms yeah. of creative expression. So can you just speak a little bit more about like your thoughts on creatively thinking about things, you know, like 
maybe the way you approach cooking is like, there's a sense of creativity in baking, right? Just in making something like it's beautiful, it's pretty, but it's also incredibly tasty. And it's like providing someone with nourishment. There's a sense of like, there's an act of love. There's an act of something that's very sort of, yeah, nurturing about creating a meal for someone. And I think in a lot of ways, the same can be said about the way one looks at the creation of art and also, you know, the, the experience of seeing art for the viewer. I think that they're, they have a lot of similarities. I think my approach is kind of similar on, in both of them. I feel like it's an experimentation. You know, I like the process of creating. And of course, I like the outcome. I love being able to take a step back. Of course, I get nervous when I'm sitting next to anyone that's trying my baked goods or sitting next to someone that's looking at my artwork and, and taking it in. There is, I'm very much behind the scenes kind of person. So they're, they're, it's nerve wracking when I'm like, close to someone that's consuming the work or consuming my baked goods. But I think that there is, it is, it is a creative like output. And I think when I'm baking, it is the process of it. It's like knowing that I'm going to nourish someone. And even in artwork, it is knowing that like, this is going to inspire someone or this is going to make someone feel lighter or joy or some kind of emotion. And I think, you know, in baking, it is, I, normally people love it and it's it's how food can bring people together it's the way that that art can bring people together it's the way that food can also be used as a platform to create conversation the things that we're making accessibility to like to good food healthy food and the same way that we have the accessibility to art um especially as black artists being able to see other black artists you know, pushing the bounds, moving forward. And I feel the same way as I, as I do when it comes to baking. I think that the, the final product, although I love the way it looks and it's all pretty and put together, it really is about the process for me. It's about each ingredient that I'm putting together and then how that all kind of can create an experience. And I feel the same way that when I'm creating artwork, it's like each color that I'm layering each, each brush stroke, each, each feeling that I'm, I'm putting emotion that I'm putting into my baked goods and I'm putting into my artwork that like, finally, when someone can stand there and look at the work can like take me in, can take what I'm, I've poured out the same way that someone was taking their first bite of a piece of cake. It's like, you can also feel me because I've, I've poured myself into that baked good as well. Right, right. And, you know, just to sort of center back on your art practice, can you talk to me a little bit about your work and maybe describe it in detail, kind of share what is it about, what kind of, what are you doing with your work? Essentially, what I'm thinking through is like, if I were a blind person right now, and I- Oh my God, shut it. Can I just tell you the one friend asked me one time if I was going to describe a rainbow to someone that was, that could not see, how I just how would I describe it? And I immediately went to like such a visual place. And I was like, no, this ain't this ain't this ain't this it. Ain't it. This, ain't this ain't it. it. Why you, you know, gotta ask me this? <laughs> I was I was talking to someone recently about this and 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 honestly, like even on the panel that we did with Mashanda at Urban Zen a couple like last week, you know, we had a really beautiful crew of women on that panel but one of the things that we have been talking about previously just like you know an hour before sitting down was like the fact that a lot of artists don't know how to talk about their work or they talk about their work in a way that doesn't really make like 
it needs a filter, right? Like they can talk about it, but somebody else has to filter it and then get it out there into the world. Yeah. And so maybe that's more the question that I want to ask you. Like, how do you feel about describing your work? Like, do you feel like that's something that you're very good at? Do you feel like it's uh, like your work is understandable? It's easy, easy for people to get into? I think that I don't think that I'm very good at describing my work. I think that I'm, I'm I just had an interview with this beautiful writer for Culture Men last week, and we were kind of talking about that and talking about the differences between going to art school and not, and being self-taught and not. And I think that's one of, I love being a self-taught artist, but that's one of the things that I think that when you go to art school, you have more practice in talking about your artwork. And that is a pro. And I feel like being a self-taught artist, at least for me, so much of, of the choices that I make is based on feeling. And I think even in my own personal life and, it, it, I, I, I struggle with communicating how I feel sometimes. And I think that it can also translate into my artwork. And I think it is something that I'm working on because I think it is important to speak for myself about my artwork instead of someone's interpretation about the work that I'm creating. So I, I, I struggle with it. And I think that also goes with like this also, this art world can be incredibly elitist and classist and all those things. And if you don't have the right words or you're not well-read or all those things that you're not, you're considered, you're not valid or you're not validated in, in the space. So I am working on it. I think when I talk about my work, I'm really trying, I guess I'm projecting more of the feelings that I feel when I'm creating rather than using words that I feel would be more technical. Right. Right. If that oh. makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, touching on the elitist nature of the art world and also the way art is, has been historically put on paper, right, and written about and sort of often yeah. is not in a way that the average person can sort of understand yeah. and, and have a critical opinion on because sometimes you'll go to a museum, you'll read, you know, the little bit of text of right next to a piece, but you don't really understand what you just read. And Absolutely, you're, yeah. you're an intelligent person, you spend time reading, you spend time writing, yeah. and you can't get into this thing. And so one of the questions that I wanted to ask as you were describing your experience and just your feeling was, what do you think are some of the benefits of being a self-taught artist for you? I think that there, you know, when you're alone in your space, and I think that there's more room for experimentation. I think there's there's also... You're not being as influenced or by other people. There's, I think there's less comparison also, I feel like. I don't really feel, for me at least, being self-taught, I feel less of in competition with other people. I just feel like I'm just doing the thing that I love doing. It's the thing that, like, it just comes natural for me. So I feel like being self-taught, there's less of an influence from a technical teacher standpoint and the way that we're supposed to do things. And I'm just doing the things that like, just feel like second nature to me. Right. And I mean, I, there are incredible benefits from going to art school and there's things that I wish I would have had, but at the same time, I feel like I've been able to find my voice far more quickly in my opinion than I think I would have, if I would have went to art school. And I know that the direction that I'm in, the, the choices that I'm making, there are mine. And I like that. It makes me feel more grounded and in the space that I'm in. Right, right. And so back to sort of thinking through for, for the folks who are listening and some will be familiar with your work and others may not be. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about your work? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of it has to do with where I'm at in the time of my life. So 
Um, my work is definitely very colorful. Color is the place that I feel most comfortable. A lot of it is based around portrait work, whether it's more abstract, more realistic. I kind of started, my first solo show was a body of work that was portraits, abstract portraits and color blocking that I did with my two sons, Keegan and Dylan. Keegan, who is autistic and communicates with an AAC device and draws all the time. And then that work kind of progressed into doing more black and brown portrait work. And it's really centered around my own experience and my family and being the various hues of Black and also just being biracial in my own interpretation of what Blackness means to me and just my experience with that and also being a woman. There's a lot of geometrical work that happens and takes a play in my work, especially in the clothing. I like to play around with how we perceive to what we perceive to be feminine and masculine in work. I think that there's more fluidity with gender in my work as well. And I think it's incredibly important. And also, I think kind of confronts the ideas of what we think is masculine and what we think is feminine or, or people that are non-binary or not. Especially, I think, within the Black community, we have been at the forefront pushing boundaries in that area. Mm -hmm. And I think, especially talking about Blackness, we have to take into consideration all of gender, especially, and all of those things and how we don't all fit in all of those boxes. So I think a lot of my work plays around with lines in and in, in portrait work and color and the depth of our skin tones and the layering of that work and really using color to to kind of push the, my narrative forward. Right. And when you think through that narrative and when you think through maybe what it is that you want to achieve as an artist, what are some of those things? So I'm working on a body of work right now that's a love story. And I just went to the African American Museum in DC. And of course, I, it was an experience that I think a lot of other Black people would feel the same way. It was not really, I don't really think it's for us. And there was a lot of white folks there that were like pushing their way through. And I don't really vibe with that, but there was there was this one area where it just talks about how our children and our loved ones were ripped away from us when we when we were taken and brought over here. And I think in my experience, I was married to someone that was white for 10 years. And then thinking about my relationship now, you know, pain is not really at the forefront of my work, but joy is and connection. And although we can have connections through pain, I don't always want to center that. So this new body of work is kind of an ode, paying a tribute to our relationships within the Black community, with each other, in a very intimate and romantic way. And I don't know, I feel like very grounded within my own relationship, and I want that to pour into the canvas. I mean, I'm getting married this year. So Congratulations! Thank you! I really want, I really want to paint couples and, and, and the various ways that that looks. I mean, there's open relationships. There's people that are in relationships with two, three people. I want that to also be a thing. I, I want to make sure there's same sex relationships in these things because there are so many people that I know that have not been able to express their love openly for a very long time. So the work right now, and I think even the work before, it's, it's really the love letter to the places that I've been and the places that I'm going, and especially in the place that I'm in right now, because I do feel really good about being in this relationship with someone that just really, really gets it. The, the communication that is there is we don't need words. It is very much to me about body language and a trust and support. And I really want that to show in the work. 
That's so. I don't know if that answered your question, Sade, but that's that's what I gave you. You know, the thing is, sometimes, sometimes I ask a question and, you know, it's not going to get answered. Some other question, some other question is going to get answered. But in that answer and in that reveal from from another person, there there's, you know, there's a spark of a new idea or there's something that that leaves an impression on me. There's something that's going to leave an impression on the audience. So for me, yeah. it's really just like teasing out different things that are going to be interesting, going to be impactful, going to help people think in different ways. Yeah. And I think even as someone who's looking at art quite frequently, you know, like on a daily basis, there's not a lot of figurative Black art out there today that is depicting love in this way that you're describing in terms of relationships. And so, you know, in, in any way that that you can kind of, that a person can kind of center on a void or a niche or something special that isn't being done, I think that's wonderful, especially if what we're speaking about as people of color in this country and globally is a lack of representation historically. Yeah. Right? And so, I mean, I tend to get tired of hearing about representation and I tend to get tired yeah. of, of Black figuration. But my thought is that if, if we can have thousands of years of pictures of Jesus, then then you know we could have we could have a lot more years especially of, the white of, Jesus right yes. right you know like I mean you know coming back from Italy I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here but coming back from Italy and seeing you know the Last Supper and Leonardo da Vinci and Caravaggio yes. and just the way that this artwork is put on a platform and put on a pedestal so high and to think about all of the incredibly talented and creative black people and people of color that I know that have no yeah. place like that for their work, for their culture, for their history. You know, I'm like, yeah, we, we still need more black figuration. We still yeah. need more black representation. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, like I, 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 I challenge people to ask themselves, why is, why is it problematic that there's so much in the market? Right. Yeah. Now? You know, that's, I that's, think I think with that though, I, I always hope that like I, I think that there it should we should never get sick of it. And you and I have talked about it a lot. There there is a lot, there's a lot of it. But I my hope is is that even though there's a lot of it, I just hope that we're being honest about the work that we're creating. And like I just I hope that it's I don't know, I want my favorite figurative art is the is the personal figurative art. Even though like I'm still if you want to paint a black person, you're a black person, paint that black person. You know what I mean? Like we we have only had this very short period of time where we've been able to do that like freely. And I feel like we have a very long way to go where until it's like, okay, really? Because white people are still painting figurative stuff and like no one gives them a hard time about it. And it's been centuries of that. And like mm -hmm. our time is right now to be to be doing those things and to really push it forward and yeah. My hope is just for me at least I want to make sure it's as personal as possible. Do you feel like if the work is not personal then it's not authentic? No I don't think so because then I think it's the same way that like I feel like black artists are not allowed are not always given the rights to do abstract work or if they want to paint a landscape or if they want to whether it's personal or not I feel like we should it's always authentic if it's coming from you you know what I mean as artists it's always coming from a place so like, I love more person where there's more of a personal story, but I still think 
artists are authentic anyways we're, we're painting things are coming from our head and we're putting that out on paper on paper canvas whatever even if i don't vibe with it somebody else will so no i think i don't think that it makes it more authentic if it's a personal story and I want to ask a little bit about the idea of making art for others and not just for yourself. Yeah. Um, what are What are your thoughts on that? You know, we haven't really touched on it. So I, I'm open in the sense that like I don't have a thought about what you're thinking. I'm simply just asking. So I I recently just had a conversation with another artist and talking about the the like creating artwork for consumption for others and then creating artwork for yourself. I think both are important. I think as artists, not all of our work is for us. Sometimes it's for others. I think for me, it's important to make sure as much as it is my job to create, I still, in order to keep myself sharp and, and thriving and moving forward, I also need to be creating for myself. I need to be filling my cup. Have I been doing that a lot lately? No, I feel like I'm I'm in a work mode that has just been for shows. Does it make the work less important? No, I but I know that there's so much more that I have to offer and more that I want to experiment on that I haven't been able to. But I also know that my story and my circumstances are not like everybody else's. I've, I'm a single mom with two kids and one that happens to be autistic. So my schedule and my time is a little bit different. I want to make sure I'm making it more of a priority to be producing for myself, because then I think it makes even the work that I'm producing for others even better because I'm working on my craft, I'm practicing, I'm, I'm getting out these feelings that I have where I want to experiment and play around with, with more color and play around with texture. So I feel like, although, Balancing is never really a thing because I feel like you can never really balance life and the things that you're producing. I feel like for me, it just needs to be about a boundary thing and just making sure that like, hey, the same way I feel about therapy, going to therapy is essential. I need to also be producing for myself. And I feel like both of them are equally as important. Could the, you know, producing for others as well as producing for myself. So as we round out the episode, and I think it's just Firstly, I just want to say thank you so much for being open and vulnerable enough to share some of those intimate details. Yeah. You know, I think these conversations, because they're consumed by others, right, and other people, yeah. it's a podcast, it's online, like people will get a little bit of insight into your life, right? And I think yeah. in thinking about, like, if I think if you see something that impresses you in any way and you know someone made it, like the question is like, yo, who is that person? Like, yeah. I want, you know, like, I want to know more about this or I want to learn more about that. So definitely want to say I appreciate you and thank you for that. But then secondly, and kind of like to round out the episode, what are some of the things like as whether whether you already think about this or not, but what are some of the things that you might hope or want audiences to take away when they see your work? And like, especially Black people. That there's a humanity there, that there's grace there, that, you know, I don't know if it's about seeing my work or just experiencing work in general. I want people to not forget that you are you are looking at something that was created by a person that is living and breathing and going through life with the ups and the downs. I really think just like like just having being able to consume the work and have some grace, I think really. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think I don't want to project on like how I feel like you should consume my work or I want them to walk away feeling like light, lighter, 
when they see my work. I want there to feel like I, they have been seen and they are important. I want, especially, you know, Black viewers, because I'm painting Black people, I want them to see their beauty in, in all the forms that are, are, are painted on canvas, I think, and that our experiences are varied and vast. And I think that you can, for some people, I think that you can really get that through my artwork, but I, I want people to feel like it's almost like a warm hug, like they're sitting next to a friend and they're looking at my pieces and it's like someone that like sees them and they feel valid in how they feel in life. Like that's important to me because that's what I feel like I'm really pouring in. And I feel like there's a lot of conversations that I'm having with the, the subjects that I'm painting. So I feel like when people are seeing my work, I just, I want it to feel like they're standing with a friend, you know, and, and there is a lot of love surrounding that piece and that I want, I really want them to feel that. Absolutely. I mean, this, this goes directly back to the idea of cooking for me and being nourishing and all of those yeah. things. So yeah, it's just, it's just really interesting to think about the ways in which like offering something to someone or having a certain level of intentionality in what you do can come out and manifest in, yeah. in just so many different ways. Really, really I'm a mama. Experience. That maternal thing. I think that pours into my work sometimes, and I hope that it does because I I feel the need to take care of people, whether it's through the canvas or in my personal life. So yeah, of course, of course. And so last question: What do you, you know? Like, what do you have on your plate now? What's on the horizon? What are some oh, of the things you're working on that you might want to share with everyone? So I can't wait to tell you personally, but there is something that's happening that is like one of the craziest things that is that is about to happen in my personal career. If we land it, I'm praying about it. It's so big and I can't <laughs> wait to share. And if it doesn't happen, that's also okay. I feel really grateful that I'm considered in that arena anyways. But I have my artist in residency in Ghana with Gallery 1957 that I'm really excited about that I leave for in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Oh, no, that that's happening. And I feel like that is like, there's some other shows coming up, but like that for me, like getting to go to Africa and get to paint. And although I'm going to miss my children terribly, and I'm probably going to cry every single day, I'm really excited to have uninterrupted time to just dive in and like, what is going to come out of me through that process. So that is the, the most recent thing that is, that is coming up. So my artist in residency with in Ghana and Accra. Yeah, that, that just sounds so exciting. I can't yeah. wait to see like what you do, like to talk to you after you have that experience. I'm sure it'll be a life-changing experience. I remember when I went to Africa for the first time, first and only time so far. Are you so coming for the show? Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need to. So when is the show? We're going to figure that out. It opens July 28th, but they want me to come in August. I guess there's a really big arts and culture week out okay. in, in Accra that like, so that's the time to come. Right. That is the time to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, so excited for you and just so happy to see that's your true. continued growth and progression and, and all those things. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. So thank you so much for being on the episode. And I can't wait to share it with everyone. Woohoo! Thank you. <laughs> okay, baby. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. That was our episode with Lauren Pierce. I want to give a big shout out and a thank you to Lauren for joining us on this episode of Lightwork Presents Everything is Connected. And 
It's a wrap, folks. That's our episode of Lightwork Presents Everything is Connected. Conversations on culture and current events with some of today's hottest creative contemporaries. These episodes were recorded in between New York and Miami and reflect the times we are living in while also adding some commentary to the social, cultural, and political issues of the past year. I'm your host, Fola Shade Ologundudu, and we'll see you next time. As always, stay motivated, stay inspired, and stay up. Peace and love, y'all. We out.